Hey everyone, and welcome back to the multi-dimensional journey. This is your host, Ayahuasca Carr. Today we have a very special guest, and he'll be talking about his experiences with Ayahuasca and so much more. And first we're going to hear from our sponsors. All right, everybody, welcome back to the multi-dimensional journey. This is your host, Ayahuasca Carr. And today I have a very special guest and um, friend and semi-co-organizer, I guess I can say, and much, much more. He'll tell you all about himself. Tim, I didn't even ask you how to pronounce your last name, Kirsch? Kirch. Kirch. Yes. Kirch, Tim yeah. Kirch. We have Tim Kirch. So um, yeah, I invited Tim to be on the podcast because um, I've only known him for about a year, but I've watched him absolutely transform and just dive head first into this this crazy beautiful plant medicine world and he's just a vast of knowledge and so he's going to kind of take us through um you know his life today so you want to say hi first and then hi everybody it's um it's good to be here thanks this is a real honor nice nice and the world is happy to have you here um (laughs) So yeah, weird, crazy world to get into. I think everyone's story about how they found uh, Mother Ayahuasca, and I know you have experience with other plant medicines too, which I you do. can feel yeah. free to talk about any of them. So what the heck? Like, What brought you to this side of the world? Well, um, I'm, I'm an old guy, so I'm, an, I'm kind of an old... I was at the tail end of the hippie generation. I was born in 1960, and so... In the late 70s and early 80s, I had a pretty extensive psychedelic history um, with lots of LSD, uh, a little bit of psilocybin now and again, and and um, always used recreationally, always used with my eyes open. And, and so then um, to, took a long break from that and raised kids, and, and, um, and then I found myself uh, about four, four and a half, five years ago, getting really depressed. I had been depressed once before, um, that I kind of, that, that I kind of recognized and called it depression. That was back in 2007. Um, anyway, I found myself in a four year, tremendous depression, lots of suicidal thoughts, um, that started in 2015 and, and uh, I, I work kind of all over the country, so I ended up here in Arizona on a project and had kind of given up. Um, I had read Michael Pollan's book. Um, and then for, for, for some reason, back in February, I... Um, Ayahuasca was never really my main interest. It probably would have been been mushrooms, um, due to due to Michael Pollan's book and and the 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 success they'd had with some depression treatments with that. Um, but I ended up uh, looking up ayahuasca and found myself in a ceremony in February, and um, that that changed everything. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, um, kind of like your suicidal thoughts. I've had suicidal thoughts before in my life, and yeah. they're 
fucking scary <laughs> and they're dark and it's despair and you feel lost and confused and isolated and disconnected. So it sounds like you were looking for an answer. I was definitely looking for an answer. Yeah. yeah. Looking for an answer or a way, a way out something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Anything gripping yeah. at the walls of this yeah, third anything, dimensional anything reality. And quit. it's, yeah, yeah. And so, okay. And then, so you, okay. So you read the Michael Pollan book and then, so where did you do the ceremony? So I did it. Um, I did it in California uh, wow. outside of Joshua Tree National Park. Right, right. Um, it was um, the the group is from Tucson, but they travel. Right, uh, and I ended up in in Joshua Tree. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, for one, it was it was uh, the. F- I just went to one night, and it was the third night of a three consecutive night ceremony. Wow, and um, right. yeah, yeah. So uh, so it was on a Sunday night. Um, and uh, a beautiful setting. Wow. Um, and I was, I went there with intention um, and really nervous. Even, you know, even, I didn't even know if I'd go through with the ceremony even when I, when I left Tucson wow. to, <laughs> to drive. I figured wow. I probably would, but, wow, wow. you know, I was pretty nervous. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, I'm trying to remember correctly. So was that, did you come right off that weekend to the Tucson Ayahuasca community meetup? Pro- probably the very first meeting that they that you guys had after that ceremony is the first one I went to, yes. I think, yeah, I remember. And yeah. I don't know if you were just coming off the tail end and then you were going to go into another one just that weekend or the following month, but... Yeah, I think uh, because my next ceremonies I did eight weeks later. Okay, okay. And so I probably came to the ayahuasca community group um, maybe two or three weeks after wow. after that ceremony. Um, okay. Yeah. We're, we're getting in the details about those those few nights here in a second. <laughs> you bet, you bet. So, and there's a couple other things I want to talk about. But just to give the, the listeners a background... Um, so in here in Tucson, Arizona, um, there's, there is a Tucson, uh, ayahuasca church. Um, and, uh, we've talked about it here on the podcast before about, uh, legality and stuff like that. And a lot of, you know, they're protected by the religious and freedom act. Um, everything that they do there is, is sacrament based, um, People go there for healing, I mean, or exploration or deeper things. I mean, some people don't even know why they're going. They come out and they find a reason. (laughs) So um, super incredible group of people. Um, I think I might put the link below, but I think I might ask permission before I put the link below. So, um, but yeah, so this is where Tim's at. And then Tim and I met at the meetup that... Other people have ran in the past, um, but currently I run it, and it's called the Tucson Ayahuasca Community. So we're just flourishing here in Tucson with our we ayahuasca are. grassroots. <laughs> we do. You must, we must nice, say, pat, pat so on cool. the back with the plant medicine <laughs> movement. So um, anyways, so let's, I think, I think it, if you're, if you feel uh, open to doing this, you know, kind of trying to shoot your mind back to those evenings where you were curious, but you did not know 
Mother Ayahuasca just yet. What a, what an incredible moment in time, truly, right? Yes, because after for sure. that, your <laughs> life totally shifted. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, if you can just take us back into a time machine and into that pivotal moments of your life and kind of maybe just share some highlights that you feel called to share. Sure, sure. Um, well, uh, I, I guess, uh, I, you know, first I, f I found the, the group um, and I, so I waited. I kept going to the website and looking and almost, almost signing up for ceremony and not quite doing it, and then doing a little bit more research. So finally, when I got around to signing up, there there were only Sunday night left, um, which is why I only did one night, I think. Um, so I, I, I read a lot. The first thing I, of course, read about were um, quote-unquote bad trips, the difficult experiences. So I went to Arrowhead, um, which is a great resource for plant medicines and okay. psychedelics. Well, what's, what's the resource again? Arrowid.com. E-R-O-W-I-D.com. Perfect. Yeah, so I read about the difficult experiences and the people who went through hell. And, and um, yeah, and, and so, so then, you know, I've, I've got the ceremony coming up. I'm signed up, and I started reading about about the diet and of course the the group they send you they send you links to how to prepare for the ceremony right. and um you know they suggested uh letting go of media um and of, of course the diet you and I know you've talked about the diet some on here before yep um uh to be safe and to prepare yourself for the plant medicine right. for for that relationship so I was really paranoid about what to eat, and I, I actually ended up just doing a juice fast for a few days because that Good for you. I'm I'm pretty simple minded, and that's because yeah. every time I thought about eating something, I got real paranoid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so uh, you know, I didn't. Uh, I have a significant other, and I had wanted to tell her about it. But I couldn't bring myself to until until the Saturday before. Um, and of course, I've I told you I had a pretty extensive history with psychedelic drugs. She didn't have any history like that, and so I didn't think she would understand. Finally, the day before I was going to go to the to the ceremony um, Saturday, I. I I wrote an email to her and explained to her what I was doing because at this point I, I had I, I work out of town so I had come back here to Arizona from my hometown with the intention of giving myself a couple of years before I killed myself that's when I could get all my affairs in order um, is kind of how I had that plotted out so she knew that I was struggling with all of this anyway I I sent her an email and then I sent her a text saying hey I sent you an email you might want to read it and um, she she reads it and she sent me a text that said hallelujah so she had been looking into ayahuasca for a long time and even wanted to suggest it to me um, but I was so dug into my depression and resistant that it was pointless 
talking to me. So that was just one of the, and, and what I found is when you set your intention to begin working with this medicine, those kinds of things, those little synchronicities just start happening in your life. Even though I hadn't drank the medicine yet, I, I was already to beginning to work with it. Right. She um, was she was working yeah, working with your circle. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Wow, and yeah. you know what? <laughs> wow. And I um I didn't know that you had started to plan letting go of this life and yes. you were getting very intentional about suicide and yeah. Yeah, yeah, the last, you know, for so for four years, it just kept getting darker and darker wow, for me. exactly. Wow. And, and actually, from the outside, my life looked pretty good. And the more money I made, the more all this success I had coming in. And Right. So on <laughs> the outside, no one, you think no one would really know what was going on? No, I don't think most people didn't know. Wow, no. wow, 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 <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so... Here you are struggling with this and you're, you know, you're like, all right, ready to go, ready to rock and roll. I'm telling, I'm telling the girlfriend, I'm telling the significant other, I'm going to go do this. I did the dieta, I'm doing the juice thing. (laughs) And then you arrive on Sunday. Yep. I got there Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And I got there. Were you anxious? Oh, I was really anxious. (laughs) I got got to the area early and drove through the national park, which is beautiful and then just hung out at a Starbucks until it was time to be there. Right, right. Um, yeah, and then I then I went in, and all these people were set up, and took took my mat in and got set up. It was, um, you know, and I just checked out the room, and you know, there was an altar in there, and they had some music, some quiet music playing beforehand, and yeah, um, yeah, it was it was quite a night. Yes. So, okay. And are you open to like getting more detail? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, because this is, to, to me, this is one of the most confusing aspects of everything about this medicine. Because, yes. um, I went and, uh, I, so a typical ceremony, they, they, they serve you, uh, a small cup. It's about the size of a, of a shot glass, um, and uh, that's your first dose. And with this group, they after about an hour, they offer you the opportunity for more, and you can have more after that. And so, so they serve the first dose, and then it's quiet. Um, and and for me, I wasn't. I was just. I took it, and I and it's just. There's a lot of waiting around in the plant medicine world. <laughs> There's a lot of waiting to see what's going to happen tonight. Right, right. You take that plant medicine and then you just wait. Right. I wasn't very good at waiting then. <laughs> Whew. Yep, you'll definitely learn some patience. Yeah. and um, So I didn't feel much after the first dose and the, the time went by and then they they sang and then offered seconds and so I went up right. and had seconds um, and then some more time went by and I still hadn't really felt anything and I went up and had a third dose um, and 
this particular group, they use um, tobacco ceremonially as well, and they use rape, which there's a lot of different kinds of rape. It's a snuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had some rape as well uh, with that third dose. And then um, I just spent a lot of time agitated after that. What? I kept waiting for something to happen and nothing was happening. Um, wow. I didn't I didn't stay on my mat. They they don't they didn't really make you. Nobody stood over you to make you stay on your mat. And so I didn't um and then maybe maybe for about 30 or 40 minutes out of the way late in the night early in the morning I thought maybe I was starting to feel something like maybe psilocybin might have felt to me years ago. Wow. Um, and then nothing really ever happened. So sure. so I spent a lot of the wee hours of the morning just pacing and angry. And by wow. this time, it's like, well, this is bullshit. I got ripped off. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lots of anxiety. I came here to heal. <laughs> yeah. I put my heart and soul into <laughs> this. Right. You have no idea. And this... Mother fucking <laughs> right. right. And um, there was actually one other woman there about my age-ish. I'm 58. Um, she was probably in her mid to late 50s. And we were both kind of in a front room. And she wasn't feeling anything either. Um, so I, I kind of wanted to just leave. I didn't. I made myself stay there. Finally, the ceremony officially ended at about 4.30 in the morning. Um, and uh, after a little bit, uh, p- people started talking, and I started talking to a guy, and and he had this incredible experience. And so then in the morning, as people start getting up and talking, all these people had these real deep, incredible experiences. And I'm like, what the... F- I know. What's going on now? Right, right. So, so, so now I'm 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 not mad at the facilitators anymore. Right. I I'm not blaming them, but I'm confused. Uh, wondered why it didn't work for me, and and so I look. So the, the by eight o'clock everybody's leaving. So I left and right. went into town to get something to eat, and I had a long drive back, and I was just really really lost and confused um really i mean i i remember it's kind of busy in february in joshua tree and the restaurants the few restaurants there were busy and i remember walking into the same restaurant probably five different times to try and get some breakfast and i just couldn't i was just out of sorts i couldn't wasn't right um so I came back to Arizona. I slept that night. This was Monday night. I, I slept 12 hours, woke up, still depressed, still angry. Um, and then, so I hadn't actually read the Michael Pollan book yet. I'd heard a podcast. So yeah. I, I wake up this next morning, this Tuesday morning, and I'm like, okay, this really sucks. I hate myself, but I'm but I'm going to try and do some of the things that I know are the right things to do. So I meditated for a few minutes and then I then I decided I'm going to buy this Michael Pollan book 
So I bought it online and I had to drive to Phoenix to go get it because I didn't want to wait for it. So as I'm driving to Phoenix, I'm driving along and I'm listening to a Terrence McKenna lecture. I'd never heard of him before now. And this, so this is the first one I'm listening to, but suddenly as I'm driving along, it was almost an audible, it wasn't audible, but there was a thought, a voice that said, you still think this is about partying, don't you? And I'm like, it was, <laughs> I, I was like, I, I looked over my left shoulder, like, where did that come from? And uh, I'm like, well, I, I'll think about that. Maybe I do. Because we all want visions, right? You wanted visions when you drank ayahuasca. Um, we all want that. Right. I, <laughs> different story for a different time, but I definitely got them the first time I took it. Too, too much, if there's yeah, such a thing. Because yeah, yeah. I, I had zero. I had zero experience. Ayahuasca was my first. So I was Ooh, overwhelmed I'll with bet. the amount of saturation that was happening in my life. Yeah. But I digress. Yeah. So you, she was like, you think this is about yeah. Her? yeah. So so I drive in and I get the book. This is mid-morning and then later, then I drive back and I, I at the time, uh, there's, I would hike this same mountain every day when I was, when I was in Casa Grande. And um, so I went for my afternoon hike. And um, I got to my halfway point, and I noticed that I was feeling pretty good, which was unusual. And, and so I stopped, and a, a typical hike for me would be stop, have a little cannabis, and then hike back, listen to some music while I did that. So that's what I did. I, I had some cannabis, um, and then I started hiking back. Uh, as I'm sitting there, I, I sent a text to my girlfriend saying, I think it's an understatement to say that nothing happened at the ceremony. Right. And then, and then, so I just, so I, so I smoked a little bit of pot and then I started walking back and, um, literally within two minutes, I'm like, wow, I really feel good. Wow. This, and then suddenly I physically felt every trouble that I had just fly off of my shoulders, um, just vacating my body. And, and in just a few seconds, I'm running and dancing across the top of this mountain. And, and I haven't, it's 2019. I haven't run since about 2000 because my knees were bad. I had my knees replaced in 2010 and I'm not supposed to run now. So anyway, I'm running and dancing across the top of this mountain and I finished my hike just coming down towards my car, laughing and crying along this path. And, um, yeah, it was. And so I just decided my joke then was, well, they just gave me the time release ayahuasca. <laughs> right? That's, Extended yeah. release. <laughs> wow. And and really, since that day, ev- everything has been different. Wow. It, it's as if my brain were pulled out and rewired in that moment. Wow, wow. Um, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, and 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 that's kind of a that's not a typical story. <laughs> I would affirm that. I would affirm that. I don't know everything, but right? I from what I've heard from other people, I would affirm that. Most people what happens for them happens in ceremony. Yes. Generally. Yes. Yeah. Mhm. And so I guess for me, that's one of the things that has made me really accept and embrace the the fact that it's a plant spirit. Yeah. It's um. Yeah, it's not a drug, and it, it it's a plant spirit that just works in these really mysterious ways. I guess. Wow. Yes, and so. Since then, since February, yeah, how many ceremonies have you sat in? So, eight weeks after that, I sat in two more ceremonies, consecutive ceremony, consecutive nights. Two nights in a row. Yeah. So were those completely so different? They were completely different. I nice. felt the medicine right. a lot and had big, big for for me again. Most of my experiences. So since February, I've sat with the medicine a total of 10 times now. Nice. Beautiful. Um, so one, then two, and then I went to Peru for a retreat. Right. And then um, a couple times back in October with a new group. Wow. Um, my my experiences don't team, tend to be visionary. Right. They're very physical and emotional. Yes. Um with lots of insights. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and, and learning coming after the ceremonies. Just these, the integration. Yeah, the integration has been so important for me. Wow. And so most of the folks that are listening understand what integration is, but I'll just reiterate. So integration is when... Hmm... That's a good question. It's making me think a little bit. But it's taking kind of like what you learn from the experience for example hmm. let's think say you're you're okay I'll, I'll speak about my experience um my childhood abandonment is highlighted several times throughout a lot of the, my ceremonies that I've had, mm-hmm. um, especially in the beginning. And then so the work I've had to do around that outside of the ceremony is like paying more attention to my internal world, um, inner child dialogue, something called reparenting, um, just take, putting myself first because I, I tend to put others before myself right, right. Um, out of survival. Um, so that would be an example of integration is like things that are highlighted for you in ceremony. What are you doing to continue outside of ceremony to work on that specific thing? Um, it can, and it can be different for everybody, you know? So, um, you know, I did want, I did want to highlight some of the things that you were saying, because in the beginning you talked about your relationship with LSD and, um, mushrooms too like in the beginning right yes that's yeah right. yeah and so how this was very recreational yes and um so and what do you think in your opinion in your personal experience because I, f- I feel like a lot of people can have lots of opinions around this right yeah yeah um and i don't think anyone's right or wrong it's just what what are you after basically um and 
for you, you know, what, what do you feel like was the, the shift? Like, um, you know, even LSD, as I've read, I've never done it. Don't really know anything about it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. has been shown, um, to be therapeutic to some extent. That's right. And then mushrooms, fruit. I mean, and that's something I have experienced for sure. Uh, therapeutic. So, but you mentioned like even with mushrooms, recreational versus, you know, uh, ceremonial, having an intention, um, building a relationship over time. Like, what do you think is the difference between these two worlds? Right. Well, I, I, I think. I think it's just almost just that, just specifically entering the world of of these medicines with the intention of healing. So I I think lots of healing and insights come and have come through recreational use as well, but they're way more random. <laughs> I think you're a lot less likely to get them. And um, I, I remember talking to a guy who had been uh, a guy much younger than me who had been working with LSD ther- therapeutically. And he's, he looked at me and he's like, you mean you used LSD over a hundred times and never went internal with it? And I'm like, no, the thought of even closing my eyes just didn't ever cross my mind. It was listen to music and laugh because you laugh a lot. Um, but I, I think the big difference is just when you really set that intention, that's when you begin to open yourself up to, to that experience and what can come from it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's kind of um, intention, I think, is a really big thing because the consciousness around, you know, the set and setting you're about to engage in and, and with the meaning associated yes. with it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Um, I was going to have something else. <laughs> can't remember that's okay um yeah okay so any other like details that you feel like are are worthwhile of of uh you know let me ask you this if i can um because i i've been shown um i'm in recovery from a lot of different things um trauma an eating disorder um Lots of things. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, yeah, I've, you know, so did, did ayahuasca ever mirror to you regarding your suicide, your suicidal thoughts and help you give you <clears throat> deeper meaning to why that was present or? Um, no. And interestingly enough, that's why, because, because I've been working with the medicine pretty frequently since February and for me that is the main reason because I got this big burst of relief that really hasn't gone away um I mean for we're talking about nine months now um and 
but I immediately jumped into reading and um, I found a counselor who works with psychedelic integration um, um, and who's done this type of work for 30 years. Um, uh, I found somebody to work with. Wow. So I just immersed myself into this knowing that, okay, the depression's gone today, but it, it could come back and I need tools now. And, and, and I, and I started working with the medicine more because I, I want to find out what, de, what did underlie that depression. Wow. So I haven't got, gotten those answers yet. I have maybe some inklings, sure, but it feels like each one of these journeys strips a little bit more away. Right that gets me closer to finding out what really makes me tick, I guess. Wow. Wow. How incredible. Yeah. That's so beautiful. You know, it really is. And, and it's, it's, so I think your journey is a very good example of like holistic conscious healing. Cause I, no matter without a shadow of a doubt, yes, you do need tools and, in between ceremony. Yeah. And I, and I definitely have, I personally went through times where, I mean, it's funny. I threw myself into a lot of things. I was in 12 step. I still am. I was doing EMDR. I'm still doing EMDR. Um, and I, I was really getting into the whole angels and spirituality mm -hmm. and just opening up my mind to, I guess we can call them non-ordinary states or just yeah, otherworldly yeah. things. And um, so I kind of organically set myself up in this way before I ever did the medicine. I mm -hmm. had these things. I had these quote-unquote tools. But for a minute there, I mean, I was, uh, I guess later on I found out it was called spiritual bypassing. And I was riding that wave yeah, yeah. for a good second. Which, you know <laughs> what? It's, uh, I think... It's a fantastic state of mind to integrate. Um, I think you're right. Because, yeah, like we all have light. That's great. And then what am I going to do when I'm fucking triggered? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the part yes. that I kept getting fucking. I kept, I finally learned, but I kept getting critical with myself about. I kept getting resentful. I kept like feeling, why does this ha keep happening to me? Yes. When the question, I was, I was just asking the wrong questions. <laughs> It was about understanding why I felt the way I felt and being more kind to myself and more compassionate and fucking quit criticizing myself, yes. which in the end I found out my critic is a protector and it's actually not even me. It's somebody else inside of me that I've internalized from yep. my family of origin. Yes, yes. So and, I've, I've, it's interesting. I've read that and the guy, my, my teacher has me working in a, with the inner critic and yeah. the inner judge. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh And it's insidious, isn't it's it? Relentless. <laughs> <laughs> it's relentless. But so this is so great because, you know, um to me, like I I love the integration work. I love the shadow work. I love um to, to just really learning to love 
all the parts that are running rampant inside yeah, of me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm starting to realize we all got like <laughs> all these parts. And if we can just hold space for them and understand them and have compassion for them, it's like we can all live more wholly Yes. Like holistic, but I guess more holy in divine, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heaven right. on earth, right? That's right. And so um it's uh yeah, it's totally incredible. So um so yeah, so Tim Tim and I talk a lot. He's he's on this journey now, he's learning so much. I, I admire him, him just throwing himself into all these uh amazing teachings and tools and um so, I mean, what would you, what would you, what advice would you give to somebody who, you know, maybe someone's listening to this and they're curious, they're skeptical. Uh, I was very skeptical when I I'll heard bet. about ayahuasca. I was like, I ain't taking no <laughs> drugs, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And then I got desperate. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh to me being being desperate is one of the best places to be because you're willing to do anything it takes to That's change. Right. Yeah. And uh so I praise the desperation. <laughs> but um yeah, just any advice that like somebody who's like on the fence or they just don't know, obviously everyone everyone has sovereignty and you got to make the the best decision for you. But you know, just like what do you think if, from your heart? Like what would someone you think they would uh, like to hear if they were kind of in this space? Um, I, 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 I think that it's important to be gentle with yourself and to, to really have an open mind um, <clears throat> and maybe to understand these things historically um, that so many indigenous cultures and ancient cultures have worked with these um, as a way to access uh, knowing themselves or knowing knowing um, what is greater than themselves. Right. Um, and I, I, I just think that it's been, uh, I, I think at this point it's been proven that, that these help us to access that that dimension and that um, that side of ourselves that isn't isn't readily available to us right yeah and uh, it helps us remember who we actually are the yes. ego and the social programming it's it it's taken me a long time I'll admit that because I have a very thick ego and I feel like God blessed me with it so I really have to go through a lot too to uh but um and when I say God if anyone has any religious trauma or whatever I don't I don't you know I mean like universal energy whatever you want to call it um but yeah, just remembering our divinity and that's actually who we are and then we've been imprinted with all this the stuff yes, and just, you know, it's, uh, and the best way I've come to, to organize this dichotomy in my own fucking brain mm -hmm. is like, it's the curriculum, you know, our pain is our curriculum. Yes. Our, it's like, it's the teacher and that is why you're here. And so, um, once I 
Once I started thinking like that, I was like, oh, well, this totally makes sense that I would choose to come down here because I'm stubborn as fuck. (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, I want that crazy ass life so I can (laughs) really, you know, pull up my pants and be like, man, I really fucking rocked that one. (laughs) On to the next. You know, let's just burn through this karma. And, um, but it's that remembering that's just, you know, it's hard, but... I think when you have a practice like ayahuasca or other things, it helps you kind of stay in that state of, you know, <laughs> but shit gets real and uncomfortable still for that's me. That's right. It's yeah. not a, that's for sure. It's not a, I, w- I wouldn't sit here and be like, um, I don't ever feel pain. What I would say is that it's helped me shift my consciousness around my own pain. It's made me see, myself differently it's it's uh you know i do things differently now when i'm in pain when i used to yes. be in pain i would compulsively uh eat food or exercise or go have sex or uh numb myself out or right. do anything not to feel dissociate whatever yeah. it's fine it's fine i had them all <laughs> lined up um and then i realized that shit is not it's it's not working. Yeah. This shit's not working yeah. anymore. Um, achieving also achieving was a big one for me. Mm, Just achieve, 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 achieve. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And in the spirit of this new plant medicine thing, I don't know if you've heard about this, but I just found out about it yesterday morning and there's on two twenty. 2020. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Yes. I saw you post that. Yeah. Thank you, Plant Medicine. And uh, that's fucking right. Thank you, Plant Medicine. So basically, this movement is about people coming out of the closet, about using plant medicine to heal, which I think is great. Yeah. I personally have had a ton of fear around, you know, being the profession I am in my in my real life, quote unquote. Right, I'm a, right. I am a, I am a licensed therapist. And then crossing over into the plant medicine world and knowing um, ayahuasca can certainly do things that I will never be able to access. And that's totally okay. Right. My ego's okay with that. So, um, yeah, that's you can look that up. Uh, thank you, plant medicine. And, and uh, join the movement. Uh, maybe you're struggling with coming out of the closet with your own... Uh, relationship with plant medicine and letting letting you know breaking down the stigma of using plant medicine as a way to heal i think we're becoming more sophisticated in um having these conversations and um people really starting to pay attention and i'm i'm so happy because i was like fuck man if i can't talk about ayahuasca openly i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do so when i saw them starting that i was like okay that's awesome right super awesome um okay cool anything else you think we need to share with the world tim well i i just um am really excited about the community that's growing and building here in tucson the plant medicine community we have this plant medicine conference coming up in december um and you know, we I, I come to the Tucson Ayahuasca community, and I'm so grateful that you've let me help out a little bit. And but I see between this group and I, I see all these new people coming in and bringing this energy and looking for answers. And 
And I, I think Tucson, I, I think we're really fortunate this is going to be um, a hotbed for, for this type of work. Right. I really think it's going to be. Absolutely. And um, I'm just, I've moved here for this reason. I right. moved to Tucson. I, right. uh, there was a meme on a Ayahuasca Group's Facebook page. It, it was uh, Buzz Lightyear talking, right? And he said, <laughs> the caption says, um, it was amazing. Everybody was throwing up. God says, hi, I'm moving to Tucson. And that's pretty much my experience from the ayahuasca ceremonies. <laughs> and I've, you know, I've relocated here to be a, to be a part of this uh, wonderful community. Wow. Yeah. I love that meme. I've actually seen it. <laughs> that's awesome. Cool, cool. So thank you. Yeah. And the thanks for reminding our listeners about the plant medicine conference. I will post that link below. Um, it's coming up fast and it's so effing cheap. $35 yes. for three days yeah, of education. And we're very fortunate here in Tucson for that. Um, so I think that's it for this time. Maybe. Awesome. Yeah. We'll have to check back in with Tim, you know, some other time and see how he's doing. And so awesome and so grateful to have you on here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, absolutely. I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate the work that you're doing. Yes, yes, I know. Madre was like, <laughs> spread my seed. I was like, okay, <laughs> sounds <right>. good to me. <laughs> um, and and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm honored and privileged to even know the medicine, you know. Um, right. Thank God for the, the people that just really bugged me. <laughs> to get, you know, the way I found out about it, I would have never found out on my own. Wow. Um, this woman bugged me to go see my good friend now, uh, but former healer and shaman and uh, so resistant. But six months working with her, I cracked and I was like, whatever you told me that I a wah 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 stuff was, let's do that. I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. And um, so I'm, I'm just so, so thankful. We're living in an incredible incredible time it's just fucking incredible so um i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and i will see you next time remember why you came here